Hi everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. I'm Trisha Farron, and this is my gastric sleeve experience. Today is November 17th, it's Thursday, and I was sleeved on Monday. Um, <clears throat> the process was very involved. I needed to get to the hospital three hours before my surgery was actually scheduled. Um, so I got there at 8.30, and the, the hospital was great. Um, they were very easygoing and explained every step of what was about to happen, so I wasn't confused or not in the know of what was happening. Um, but once I got through registration, they took me in, switched into a gown, started an IV. You should know that they also take a finger test to, for your blood sugar. And if your blood sugar is too high, they cancel your, um, your surgery. Mine was like 72, and the high is like in the 400, so I was definitely in the clear. Um, but that would have been a big surprise and a punch in the face if all of a sudden, after a three-week liquid diet, I would have had to reschedule. Um, that... <laughs> I don't know how I would have felt about that at that point. Um, but from there, you kind of sit around, you do have people come in, they check your vitals like a thousand times, and they confirm your information another thousand times so that you feel confident and they feel confident that you're in there for the right reasons and that everybody knows what it is. Um, the anesthesiologist does come in and introduces himself and explains what his role is gonna be and what you can expect. My surgeon did come in and he was kind of chipper. We kind of chuckled and I asked him if he had a good night's sleep. He said yes and he did tell me to keep it a secret that I was about to have the best surgery of the day. So um, it was nice that he wasn't stuffy and he kind of made light of it to just ease my nerves a little bit, which was, which was nice. Um, I was allowed to have my daughter with me in this little room that they kept me. Um, you're sitting in a really cozy chair. They brought me blankets so I was, I was warm and there's a TV in there. We ended up not watching, but just chit-chatting. Um, it's hard to have anything with continuity. I brought with me Skippo cards, regular deck of cards, a book, my iPad, um, a puzzle book. Nothing was used. Um, my nerves were just kind of too shot to be able to focus on anything else than the surgery. So I was glad I had it just in case, but didn't use it at all. It turned out that things moved a lot quicker than was originally scheduled, so my surgery, kept, I got pulled into it an hour earlier than expected. Um, so they told my daughter, just go home. It didn't make sense for her to stay because not only is the surgery quick, but I'm going to be in recovery for a couple of hours, and it's best to let me sleep during that time. They did say that the recovery period could have been four hours if um, my sleep apnea would have caused a problem during surgery. They would have wanted to watch that for a little bit longer. But I think I was only in recovery for a couple of hours. Um, and then after that, they take you to your room. I don't remember a lot about recovery. Um, normally, I, I'm kind of alert and I'm just looking around, but I think I ended up sleeping a lot of it off and I was kind of in a daze, which is the best thing. Um, the anesthesia does have a lasting effect for a few days. So, you know, you're at the height of it at that point. But I didn't feel any pain or discomfort at that. Um, other than maybe a little chilly, I, I really felt kind of okay, I guess. I just went to sleep. Um, and when they brought me to my room, that was a little tricky. I had to, you know, get moving. And that's when you start realizing that stuff has happened and that you, you're not as flexible as you were. And then um, they go through, you meet, who you, who, 
you meet your nurse, but your nurse is going to only be there for their, um, their fixed time. And I ended up having three nurses and three nurses aides. So each one is a different personality and you're going to get different experiences from each one. I actually like my last nurse the most. She was very compassionate and took the time to listen. I felt like the overnight nurse, she was probably overworked, had way too many patients, so she wasn't willing to sit with me for long. Um, and I felt like I was bothering her. Um, I had the unfortunate situation where my IV pole machine beeped at the at a whim and it woke me up and it was loud and I, I'm not one for a consistent sound so I had to keep calling them in to figure out why it was beeping um, but they do the the fact that they want you to walk it that's not a myth it is absolutely truth throughout the night you see all the bariatric patients we're kind of just in this very slow shuffle you try to go as far down the hallway as you can, turn around. You get people like, I got one, I guess he was a nurse, singing Christmas carols. <laughs> um, everybody's friendly, they're saying hello, they're like, you're doing great, um, do you need any help? Which is nice. But in the beginning I had the IV pole, so you kind of just have to shuffle with that along. But then they got smart that they could just disconnect it from my wrist, even though the needle was still in, and then I was free. That was liberating then I was able to go to the bathroom much easier and I can walk around um, without having to be connected and disconnected every single time. It's difficult to get the motivation to walk, but the gas is no joke. I thought for certain this would be, you know, a couple of hours of kind of burping it out. No, um, I'm on day three and I still have plenty of gas that needs to move out of your system. It's artificial gas that they put in when they're doing the surgery and it takes over. You feel it in your sh in your chest, your shoulder. Um, it went down my arms yesterday. I felt like I had been pumping iron for too long. Um, a bit of a headache. You, sometimes it's in your back. It just is taking over your body and you just, you don't know much of what to do other than walk. If you walk and you take the gas X and you try to burp or get it out, do what you can because it needs to move out. Every day it did get better. Today is definitely way, way better than Tuesday was and better than Wednesday. Um, the difference between Tuesday and Wednesday was dramatic. Tuesday, I was very angry with myself for doing this because the scars, like I have marks all over my belly. There's five of them, five incisions. Other than a little bit of itchy, I don't feel that. Um, it's not painful, but the gas, oh my gosh, it was so, so much. And still, it's a little bit. As far as food, um, I could barely get anything down on Monday. I tried to drink water. They give you these tiny little cups where you have to drink one cup every 15 minutes. And I would take a sip. It, it would take me about four sips to get through one cup. Um, your mouth is dry and you want to guzzle it. But for me, I was terrified that what would happen if I guzzled too much water. So I would just take it in very small doses. You also get a breathing machine that is going to be an exercise for your lungs and you have to do it 10 times together every hour. Um, it's not hard, but you forget. And it's going to actually be good because it opens up your chest cavity and kind of keeps the breathing going. So it's important to do it. Um, I'm still not as good keeping on top of it, but it's in the back of my mind always that I got to do it. 
it's better if you put on any kind of an alarm to remind you to do it because if you're falling in and out of sleep while you're resting you could sleep for an hour and a half and not even realize that oh that's right I was supposed to do that but what I would say is the support team that I have is fantastic um, I have an APRN that called me from my bariatric center she was able to confirm how my progress was going in terms of my movement pain threshold um, the gas uh, oh, several components and she said I can now move from clear liquids to full liquids and even puree um, so I've had a cream of tomato soup this much um, and I've had a tiny bit of hummus that was yesterday and this morning for breakfast I had a very very milked down version of cream of wheat and it was delicious it was just nice to be able to have some variety I will say that my taste buds are heightened um, the soup that I had I had used from um, the garden that I grew over the summer and I took all the tomatoes and herbs and made soup in anticipation of the surgery and I feel like it was very very seasoned um, I had to put a little bit of water in there to kind of dull it down and I think it's because I've been on this liquid diet for weeks now that it's changed my taste buds a little bit because it was very I'm not gonna say spicy it's but seasoned flavored to almost excess um, I didn't feel that with the cream of wheat, even though I put Splenda in there and I put a little bit of vanilla extract. It actually tasted very good and was soothing to eat. I only ate half of a one size portion and I couldn't even finish that. I'm trying to listen to my body to tell me when I should stop consuming and all of a sudden I kind of felt like my t chest was tight and that I was going to start feeling the effects of... Um, the gas again so I just stopped and I just put it away and I'll have it later or tomorrow or whatever um, I'm excited for dinner dinner egg drop soup it's perfect um, I'm just trying to be creative because I, I can't keep just doing the shakes non-stop and the broths are terrible um, so I'm just trying different things but I wanted to connect and just share what my experience was getting the surgery done and how these last few days have been in recovery and I'm looking forward to each day just getting a little bit easier and being more on autopilot so I'm not thinking and overthinking every single step of the process, even though that's what I need to do. Um, since starting my pre-op liquid diet, um, which was three weeks before surgery, I've lost 26 pounds. So when I stepped on the scale today, I was stunned at what I saw. Um, so it's, it's gonna work and it's gonna keep happening. So for all you who are thinking about doing it or still are unsure just know it's a process there's definitely going to be peaks and valleys but if if you have a good support team you'll have people who will be checking in on you and providing information for the areas you have confusion and uh, you'll get through it I'm, I'm doing it and I'm getting through it so till next time thanks for watching